0: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Loftus Party Podcast. My name is Michael, and I'm going to be your host once again. Here's how we're going to start. We're going to go, we're just going to go with pure emotion on this one. Things that piss me off, things that I, I want to say hate, because that's normally just how you would, you know. Oh, I hate this. I love this. Blah blah. blah. Let's just go with things I strongly dislike. Ah-ha! Of course, there's lots to cover. There's, um, uh, you know, what I hear. One of the things that I hate. Let's go with this. When, uh, when you've got these uh, political pundits who are also like journalists, right? They, they're always uh, the talking heads on TV shows. Uh, and they go, oh, it's like drinking. There's so much news. It's like trying to drink from a fire hose. There's so much news. It's try, trying to drink from a fire hose. Hey, hey, that's, uh, that's your job. You can't really, you can't complain about that. If, if you're covering the news and then there's a lot of news, you can't go, oh, there's too much news. Uh-uh. No, you've got, to, uh, you've got to figure it out. Like, okay, this is important. This is less important. That's, that's part of the gig. That's like uh, running a pizza place and going, oh, oh, there's too many pizza orders. Oh, no. Just keep going. Make pizza. All right. So as we, uh, as we jump into this, as we're recording this, the big news was the, uh, the threat of, of Trump being arrested. Now, I'm going to save my thoughts on that. We're going to see what happens. We're going to see what happens. I go back and forth. But here's what is is worth discussing about this. First of all, the, the the charges and and Alvin Bragg, the New York DA of it all, and then um, some people on the right who are uh, they're afraid to protest. I, I want to use a really, I wanted to use a much stronger word there, uh, but I'm gonna be I'm gonna be very cool about it. So we're going to call those people out. Uh, I don't know if we're going to do it by name. I don't know if that helps anything, but just as a uh, as as a as a uh, as an exercise, this this to me, in my my comedic journalistic tendencies, is the most important thing. So you've got the threat, the threat. So Trump came out and he he just said, "Hey, they're going to arrest me on Tuesday, right?" And uh, and he's like protest, and then there's a bunch of bunch of people on the on the right who are like, hey, this is a this is a trap, this is a trap. Don't go for it. This is this is uh, January sixth all over again, and uh, it really pisses me off. You can't. We have to be able to protest. That's just all there is to it. Now, is it going to be a little bit of a, of a challenge? Sure. Because if you, if, listen, if you are uh, a Ray Epps type and, and you come into a peaceful protest and you start uh, riling people up, listen, nobody wants to go to jail. And I don't think the people on the right are going to tolerate another Ray Epps type. I've seen too many videos. I've seen people with earpieces and, and bizarre uh, style of dress from the January 6th. And they're, they're breaking windows and trying to encourage people to go inside. And then when uh, people in Trump gear come out, don't go inside, don't go inside. Then all of a sudden, they are in fear for their physical safety. I don't think that's going to be tolerated anymore. We saw what happened to the January Sixers. We're watching these people get railroaded in real time. So I have to say that the next time there's a protest and somebody starts doing some bullshit, I don't think the good folks who are part of a peaceful protest are going to tolerate that. I think it's going to be a... a, I I would encourage everybody to strongly police themselves. Right? Yeah. So how about that? And this is hilarious to me. Oh, I got to I got to do this. The theme song. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm-mm, dun, dun, dun. It's a podcast. The Loftus Party Podcast. These things piss me off. That's what we're talking about this week. Here's a funny one. So this guy, he's got, uh, he's pretty successful. He's got his own radio show, big Twitter following. And he's like, don't fall for it, man. Don't protest. Don't protest. We got to stay home. You got to be smart. You got to be smart. And that's the shit. So how, okay, here we go. Now I'm mad. Uh, maybe, Maybe music will calm my savage breast. How does staying home change anything, dude? How does it, oh, we'll show them. Oh, we'll show them. We'll get on Twitter and then we'll tweet things. That'll really... Sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, you just gotta go. You just gotta get up and go. How the fuck are you gonna change anything by staying home and tweeting about it and air quote being smart. No, you see a street full of people all making noise, ringing bells, chanting, yelling. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'll change things a lot faster than staying home. So I called this dude out on Twitter. I'm like, that is some, that. I'm paraphrasing here, but that is some like, that's a loser mentality. You got to man up. Find your balls. Yeah, you can't. We, we have to be able to protest, and then people. There was two dudes, two dudes on Twitter who were like uh, calling me a Fed. They're like, "Dude, Fed, nice try, Fed." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm a Fed. I'm a fed with my comedy specials on Fox, yeah, I'm a fed, I'm trying to trick you bad, I almost got you right there when I said we should protest because it's our God-given right, we got freedom of speech, frickin' morons. Some people are just absolute tools. Okay, so let's get into uh, this. Here's a this is the phrase. I might even just title the podcast this. Uh, the phrase they're already trotting out again. You ready for this? This what is a what do you think Elizabeth Warren is saying about uh, about uh, the Trump the charges against Trump? Here's what they're saying: No one is above the law. No one. No one is above the law, you guys. Right? When, uh, when, when John Brennan uh, goes in front of Congress and he lies. Yeah, he's, he's not above the law. Seems like he is. When, uh, when Eric Holder uh, doesn't show up, when, when Congress subpoenas him, oh, he, oh, he's not above the law? Oh. See, but then when someone, when Steve Bannon uh, doesn't do it, oh, he's got to go to jail, See the see the difference there. See Steve Bannon doesn't show up when Congress says, "Hey, come in here and talk." And he's had he he oh that's jail. But when Eric Holder does it, you know, i have a good day. Have a good day when uh, when somebody else uh, testifies in front of Congress and they they don't tell the truth. Oh, you got to get them if they if they maybe support the right. But oh goodness gracious, uh, Brennan, no, no problem. Peter Strzok, no, no problem. FBI falsifying uh uh emails to make innocent people look guilty that's you know what we're gonna need an internal investigation on that. hey, Hillary Clinton, we subpoenaed a bunch of your emails you gotta turn those in we gotta look oh my goodness i I smashed my phones with a hammer. That's what I did. that's what I did. you know what we'll get it next time. No one is above the law. That's the whole problem. That's the whole problem. Pocahontas Whoo. so here now let's just sticking with our uh no one is above the law. Let's talk about uh, the the district attorney in, in New York. New York City! Uh, a gentleman by the name of Alvin Bragg. And, and no one is above the law in New York City unless Alvin Bragg says so. See, he'll decide. He'll decide, everybody. Because uh, so far... Uh, Alvin Bragg, New York City's district attorney, has downgraded 52 percent of all felony cases. That was in, that was in 2022. 52 percent of all felony cases. you know what we're just going to downgrade those to misdemeanors. We't want to't to we don't want to cause these people any more a hassle. Yeah, that that those don't need prosecuted, everybody. Those don't need uh, prosecuted, even though crime uh, overall crime is up twenty seven point six percent. So crime's up. Fifty two percent of felonies have been downgraded, but boy howdy, we gotta we gotta get that Donald Trump. We gotta get him. He no, he might have, he might have messed with a receipt. He might have. There's a chance. Mm-hmm. There's a chance that he might have falsified a receipt on some bookkeeping mm, and he's got to go to town. yeah <laughs> it's so completely ridiculous. And if you don't protest over if you don't press if you don't protest I had a, I couldn't speak there over something like that when do you protest when when literally I don't know how else you can look at this other than the left. Persecuting their political enemies. Have we forgotten the uh the, the, the spying on Trump? Which they denied, and I don't remember anybody getting in trouble for that. I guess they're above the law. Do we remember the uh the steel dossier? I don't remember anybody getting in trouble for that. I guess they're above the law. Do you re- remember the Trump Russia collusion that was fully investigated? And then yeah, nope, nothing came from that. Oh my gosh, impeachment one, impeachment two? Oh, what about the raid on Mar-a-Lago? The raid on Mar-a-Lago, everybody! Cause fucking documents are important, and you can't just have documents lying around unless you're Biden. And then, <laughs> no problem. And then speaking of, 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 oh, I'm on a roll now, uh, the law. How about uh, Hunter committing crimes on tape and having it on his laptop? Hey there, cracky smoke, handgun having falsified data on the handgun application, threw it in a dumpster by a school. Hey there, having, uh, sex with a, with a prostitute, and maybe even underage. Hey there, that's fine. That's fine. You gotta, listen, he's got a drug problem, you guys. We're not saying he's above the law. We're just saying, oh, we're going to give this laptop to the FBI and they're going to sit on it for a year and not do anything. And then how about the 51 members of the intelligence community who told all of America this has all the hallmarks of Russian disinformation? Ooh, they didn't get in any trouble. How about Facebook giving uh, hundreds of millions of dollars to affect the election? Oh, I guess that's just, you know what? That's just, that's just little tiny stuff it's just tiny stuff. It is an absolute joke. And how long do we how long are we gonna how long are we gonna let it continue? I know what we'll do. We'll stay at home and we'll tweet about it. Be smart everybody. Use your noggin. Whatever you do, don't go outside. Don't go outside. There might be a fed out there. A f- a fed with several comedy specials. And a TV show called That Show Tonight that films the America First Warehouse. Because that's what feds do. They have comedy careers. They do comedy shows. They play guitar on their podcast. And that's what everybody knows. Don't get trapped by a crafty fed. These crafty comedy feds. That's how they work. They write books. And they do live streams on Facebook. Everyone knows that's what a fed would do. So clever. He's been in deep cover since 1998. Wrote on TV shows that you thought were great. George Lopez and Charlie Sheen, they know he's a fed. (laughs) Stay home, tweet like a bitch, a pussy bitch. Don't protest, cause the feds will get you, bitch. Yeah, that is the, uh, that is the. Mindset of a friggin' loser right there. Boy, we have, we totally have the moral high ground. We are completely justified. We are watching our our system of justice, the military-industrial complex, the intelligence community just run roughshod all over the country. But for the love of God, don't be stupid. Don't go outside and talk about it to your friends. They might be feds. And Lord knows, protesting doesn't work. I'm being facetious. Let's get into it. Let's go to theloftistparty.com. I am one of the few uh, websites that's talking about this. One of the few platforms, theloftistparty.com. Let's read this headline that you probably won't see a lot of other places. Dutch farmers score massive political victory. Ba, 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 ba Guess who's about to have the biggest political party in the Netherlands? And by I mean political party, I mean political party in the Netherlands. Dutch farmers. Dutch farmers won big in provincial elections for the upper house of parliament. I don't know how this shit works. I don't know. Upper house, lower house, mid house. Here's what I know. Someone... Who uh, with with the Dutch farmers and if if you if you haven't been paying attention if you haven't been listening to this show these uh, ESG scores the World Bank says hey here's some money everybody you want money for your country and these countries are like yes we do countries like Sri Lanka uh, and countries in uh, Africa. You know, they're doing pretty good, but they want to go next level. The World Bank comes in and goes, hey, you guys want some extra money? And they're like, that'd be totally awesome. We can improve our shipping. We can improve our agriculture. We could do something. And they go, okay, 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 okay. We love you. We love you. You just have to uh, raise your ESG score. And Sri Lanka is like, what are, you, what are you talking about? We don't have a... Shri- no, 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 World Bank says. You got to have a, a better ESG score. You're going to have to change the way you, uh, the, you farm there, right? You got a you gotta, you gotta, you gotta nitrate problem there. Kid, you gotta you gotta do all this and change that and hire these kinds of, and and countries like Sri Lanka and and they're like, okay we'll do it and then a year later their country's in the shitter. Take a look at Sri Lanka and how they're doing. So uh, so the World Bank and these ESG pimps they do this shit in uh, Africa, ruin a country, then they move on and they do it uh, they they do it. They do it in Sri Lanka, and then lo and behold, here they come to do it to the Netherlands. They're going to do it to the Netherlands too. Well, guess what? Uh, The Netherlands, they they read the paper, they watch the news, and they're like, this is complete and total horseshit. This is not going to be good for anybody. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? We need the Netherlands. They are the number two exporter of food. The number two exporter of food. We need food. But here comes the banks and here comes the ESG scores and here comes uh, the, the 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 parliament and may, throwing down rules and they're coming for Canada, too. And boy, once you, you got to think, America, hello, Bill Gates, largest farm guy, uh, they'll be coming for us as well. Well, the Dutch didn't fuck around. Pardon my French. They formed a political party. They formed a political party. And did they protest? I kind of remember they did. I kind of remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they protested. They got a political party, which is cool. It's BBB, which in America we think of as the Better Business Bureau. But in the Netherlands, it is the farmer citizen movement. And they won big in these provincial elections like ginormous. So pretty soon, I guess they're going to be running the show. And then, oh, it's wonderful. It's wonderful that they can push back like that. They can protest, they can draw attention, and they can they've got the moral high ground and they are they are doing good for the globe by making food. And now, hey, look at that. They protested, People voted, and they're turning it around, just like in Italy. Just like in Italy. Don't forget about that chick. Don't forget about that chick. The new prime minister of Italy. She's bueno. She's mucho, mucho bueno. I guess it would be bueno. Anyway, so uh, take your your don't protest, stay home uh, bullshit and, and shove it right where the sun don't shine. Protests work. Marches work. Getting, uh, getting attention to your cause works. Just ask the Dutch farmers. And here's a little uh, food, man. Food. This is crazy that we're having this conversation. And here's the other thing before we go into break. So these, uh, these ESG policies... They put them in, uh, you know, hey, there goes a country in Africa. Oh, there goes Sri Lanka. And they're still doing it. That's like, they know what happened. They know what the outcome is and they still do it. They do not care. They do not care if you live or die. And in fact, ooh, and this is the tease. This is the tease for the next segment. In fact, they want you dead. Mm Mm-hmm. We'll be talking about that. We'll be talking about that. That's a, it's a little, let me just say this. It has to do with the French. It has to do with the French. And it has to do with uh, the Americans. And we will talk about this when we return. So come right back. And we got to, we have much more show. There's going to be some entertainment stuff. We got to talk about this actor and uh, the from the you'll know him from the John Wick movies. We're talk about Sam Neill. There's a bunch of stuff, uh, gender reassignment surgery, Netflix. Some oh my gosh, there's tons. And then there will be an extra segment for the Patreon people who truly are the ch- the chosen ones. <laughs> so there's much more. Come right back because this story will want to hear. Welcome back you wonderful wackos. Sometimes during the break I get up, I walk around and like I like try to clear my head, think about the path forward, what we want to do in this block, what we're going to do. On the Patreon block, this time I'm plowing right through. I'm plowing right through. I want to keep. Uh, I want to keep us going. This is a good path that we're on. This is a good path that we're on, and uh, I will remind you of some important dates very soon. Just trust me. There's plenty. Oh, and for the uh, for the wonderful listeners who are like, hey, there was that goofy song you were doing last week that uh, ultra mega Trump voting right wing. Yeah, yes, I'm I'm still working on that. That one. That one, I was I was crying. I was laughing so hard. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and listen to last week's show. It was one of those happy accidents. <laughs> I'm an ultra mega Trump voting, right wing gun toting, Bill of Rights quoting, nope, and conspiracy open. I'm a doom. I'm the bad doom. Don't have all the words. And I'm a right wing Trump voting, son of a bitch. I'm a red, white, and blue, singing, keeping all the freedom ringing. National anthem singing, da 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 I'm an ultra mega drum and right wing son of a bitch. <laughs> it's already happening. It's making me happy again. Two in a row. It's like pizza or sex. You're always, even when it's kind of bad, it's kind of good. Do you know what I'm saying? Do I okay? So let's get this. This is important. This is important. Oh, I pulled up a story. <laughs> uh, I pulled up a story on uh, on the, the laptop because I don't I don't want to misquote people. I want to get it right, everyone. So uh, the, the the tease at the end of the previous the previous uh, segment was uh, they want you dead. And, and ladies and gentlemen they do they do and and I'm here's the proof uh, if you are dead they don't have to pay you right <laughs> it's this to me when you think about it in these terms get ready to get mad get ready to get mad uh, get ready to get mad and then stay home and don't protest and don't and just tweet about it be smart ha <laughs> So, it's this happened in, in, in France lately. So, uh, Macron, and hey, don't forget, don't, nobody talks about this enough. Uh, Macron, uh, I think he's married to his high school teacher. I think they started banging when he was in high school, and, uh, and they're still together. So, hey, maybe it's a, uh, it's definitely like a May-December romance. But there's, you know what, I was thinking about, like, I guess... I'm trying to but they're still married. So you can't really complain about that. Maybe Macron, it's it's a like you know what it is? It's like one of those uh Emmanuel movies. Back in the everybody, you guys remember Emmanuel movies? They were like on on Cinemax in the in the the late 80s, early nineties. Emmanuel. She would always go on vacation and like her older aunt would teach her the ways of lesbian love. It was great. They got to bring those back. So maybe maybe that's uh Macron. You know, hey, it worked out, you know. He was in school, she was the teacher, and since they had a private study lesson and they're still together. Okay.
1: <coughs>
0: Pardon me. So I say they want you dead and and they do. They want you dead. Uh France, Emmanuel Macron, they just uh, they just raised the retirement age from uh, 62 to 64. Now, uh, how do they do that? Did they, did, they, uh, did they vote on it? Did they d- do their own system of government? No, no. Uh, they just did some little crazy French runaround, and uh, you didn't have to vote on it. It wasn't up for debate. Uh, Emmanuel Macron uh, just did it and made it so, and I'm sure I'm sure that's perfectly legal in France because no one is above the law in in any part of the world. So when they raise the retirement age to 62 to 64, uh, what, what what do you think that is? Do you think that's that, that's them? Oh, we don't want to pay you. We don't want to pay you. And if we wait a couple of years hmm, maybe you'll kick, maybe you'll kick. And you're like, Mike, that's kind of harsh. You know what? Uh, it's, it's, I'm sure it's they're financially strained and this is being fiscally responsible and blah, 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 blah. Maybe they should have thought about that shit before they did this big, huge, uh, government-run social spending, we're gonna be in charge of your money. It's what they did here. This one always drives me nuts. And this is like a recipe to make me mad. So I have to be careful about this. I feel very passionately about this. Social Security. When they first came up with it, when they first came up with it, they set our retirement age at, uh, at 65. Now, why was that? Why was that? Because I'm pretty sure most people back in 1930, whatever, when they passed this crap were dead. By 61. So they're like, this is brilliant. This is brilliant. We will take this money automatically out of everyone's check. And boy, if you don't pay it, you're in big fucking trouble, Jack. Because we love you. We're the government. So they automatically scrape this money out of your check. And they're like, we'll give it back to them in little like dribs and drabs. But listen, here's the thing. We'll start paying it. When they're 65, (laughs) because they'll be dead by by the time they're 62. They'll never never even see it. It's great. And then, of course, they go, we're never going to touch this money. We are never going to touch this money. This is your money. We're just going to keep it safe for you. We're just going to keep it safe. And then, of course, they touch the money. They start touching the money. They start doing whatever the frick they want. They start using it like a slush fund. And then these pricks, and this is Joe Biden. This is Joe Biden twice when he was a senator. Was like the deciding vote, I believe. Twice when he's like, we should tax that. That's income. That should be taxable income. That dude has decided to raise taxes on your money from so- that the government just takes from you. Twice on Social Security. And now they have the balls to say, ooh, we might, we might run out. I don't think, I don't think we're going to have the money to pay this out when the time comes. How? How, pardon my French, how in the fuck is that even remotely possible? I have receipts. Every paycheck, every paycheck, it's got to be. There's a way to find it. You got, okay, so, uh, you know, your pay Your pay this week was uh, $500. And we're going to take all this money out for Social Security. And then this is going to be your federal tax. And this is going to be your state tax. And this is going to be your city tax. And so here's here's $32 for you to take home and live on. Somebody knows exact. someone knows exactly how much money I have paid in. I want my money. That's not even... For them to even remotely float that balloon, we might not have the money to pay you. So, they have designed a system where it benefits them if you die. If you are dead, they don't have to pay you. That's why retirement age is 65 in the United States of America. It's built into the system. And now, in France, they're trying to catch up. We should change. Listen, this is no good. We are being we are being too generous. We cannot afford to pay all these people, so we must rage the retirement age. Oh, they love it when you die; they love it. Okay. Whoo! All right, coming down now. Coming down. I, I can't get. Oh, listen, I'll 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 talk about that for the for the rest of the show. But, you know, oh, you know what they're doing in France now? You know what they're doing in France now? Because uh, Macron has kind of just declared himself uh, king, kind of, when it comes to this issue. And like, oh, no, we don't, we're not going to vote. We're not going to debate. I'm just going to do it. it. Guess what they're doing in France? I guess they didn't get the memo. Because they're protesting. That, yes, the French are out there, po- they're not being smart, you guys. They should have stayed home and tweeted about it. They should have just... You know what the smartest thing for them to do, to really, is just don't even do anything. Don't even do anything. Who cares? That's, that'll show them. Okay. Okay. That's, uh, that's enough. That's enough of that. That's enough of that. Let's get to some good news. Shall we? Or some encouraging news, rather? I got a thing I'm going to do about the, uh, the, uh, SVB. That freaking the SVB, uh, the bank failures they got this chick uh, Mary Daly who was the uh, the the fed chief in San San Francisco she's that that's her whole that's her whole jam she's the she's the big wig Mary Daly she oversees all this stuff and boy Uh, you look at her info and she's not terribly concerned with banking. You got all these, eh, this is, it's going to be biting us in the ass as a nation left and right. This, uh, this Mary Daly, who's uh, supposed to oversee the banks and, you know, make sure everything's on the up and up. Boy, she's terribly, terribly concerned uh, with, with social justice. She's terribly uh, concerned about, uh, uh, George Floyd she's terribly concerned about sh- climate change not not terribly concerned with banks failing not terribly concerned with that um oh, so i'm so uh torn on that whole thing because we need the small banks we cannot go to digital currency we cannot do digital currency that can't be uh that can't be. Uh, no, we've already gone uh, way too far with this whole uh, gender reassignment uh, surgery and the the gender stuff in schools. I can't every time I think about that. I can't. Somebody posted this. I should have. I should have saved it. But it was a. Uh, it was a drag queen, and here's the thing. I shouldn't have said drag queen, but here it's like people say porn star. Oh, like like if somebody does porn, they always refer to them as a porn star. No, you're not a porn star. you you do porn. you you bang you bang people on camera for money. That does not make you a porn star. It's just like I, I, I'm not sure how the community works the drag community is there is, there, is everyone who does drag a drag queen? I think you're just a drag performer. But anyway, let's not get too uh, uh, caught up about that. This drag performer was, uh, was asking this question, like, why is it so important that, that, that these uh, drag performers go to school and read books to kids? Like, why the fuck is that so important? And I don't like this this uh, trajectory that we're on at all. And this is worth saying for the record. Like, drag shows are fun. Like, you know, I I, I like strip clubs. Uh, strip. <laughs> There's no, if that is your jam, if you're like, oh, let's go to the drag show. And you're a grown up and that's what you you do. You'd want some saucy, person singing show tunes and telling risky that's that's freaking that can be fun you know not not my jam the whole time but like okay i can i got no one has a problem no one has a problem with drag shows and this whole thing like your words are violence and you're denying my existence and trans and you'll murder me and try to fight like hold the listen stay out of the kids uh elementary school just stay away from the kids if some little kid wants to grow up and, oh, I'm, I'm 19. I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. Perhaps I'll be a drag queen. Fucking A, go for it. But when, it's, when you start to go out like recruiting in little, that is the issue. That is the issue. And good Lord, it escalates so fast. You're just like, Jesus, stay out of the schools. Why do
1: you... Do you know that there is a genocide of trans people?
0: What the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) Okay. Ah, Okay. It's, uh... It's funny, I want to get back to this, just really quickly. It's funny that, uh... The, uh... We might arrest Trump, that story leaked. And this is also worth noting. That story leaked uh, right after all this new info came out about uh, Hunter Biden and the receipts for where the money was going and who's getting the money and oh, money came into China and it went to this little LLC and then that guy who ran that LLC broke that sum of money into three equal parts and Hunter got a part and James Biden got a part? And then, plot twist, some Hallie Biden got a part. Is Hallie part of this business endeavor? Where? How does Hallie get her third? Hallie is Bo's uh, is, is widow, who then decided to start banging Hunter, you know. Maybe, maybe she is part of the business. But it's funny, like, so they have the receipts on that now. And so now there's a paper trail and it looks so suspicious. And then all of a sudden it's like, bah, we might have to arrest Donald Trump because uh, he might have made a pro-. He might have, he might have had a, uh, a bookkeeping error on his receipts when it comes to Stormy Daniels. Stormy Daniels, who last time I checked, doesn't she owe Trump like 300,000 bucks for the lawsuit she lost? Like, what is this? What is this even about, other than, uh, you know, just relentlessly going after your political enemies? Okay, 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 we're going to get off of that. Uh, and I was going to do one more callback to the uh, don't protest, stay home, but I think, I think my point has been made. I want to uh, talk a little bit, in the, in the in the time we have left before we go over to Patreon. Holy crap. We got to go over to, we're going to go over to Patreon. We're going to go we're going to talk about um some changes that Netflix has made, which guess what? Guess what? A bunch of people canceled their Netflix because the shit is just 110% woke and Netflix has made some changes. So we're going to talk about that. Oh my god, I just saw uh, I'm in like the entertainment uh, part of things now. I gotta talk about the Mandalorian. Oh my gosh, we have to talk about this movie. R R R. I don't. Uh, it, we're to We gotta talk about that. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. And there's gonna be um, uh, a little bit more political stuff. We might, if we have time, we're gonna get into the French bulldogs of it all. But that's all over on Patreon. Patreon, you get a segment all of your own. All Patreon, why not be a Patreon? You get a cool t shirt and other stuff that's neat. All right, we're going to go over there. Lots more show. Uh, fantastic. Oh, racist coffee. Yes, there's tons. I'll see you over there. Oh, why are these pants?